doctor reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Welcome to the machine. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I did want that one. All right, me, yeah, uh, camera's all messed up. Uh, all right, welcome, folks. There's uh, another another jihad science show, and uh, if if I get to the science and we're not distracted by uh, machinations of World War Three, uh, it could be interesting. And maybe, maybe as a bonus, uh, we'll have Dr. Joanna Dinar come on. We'll talk some metaphysics, maybe. Um, it's a chill weekend stream, so uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll play it by ear, as they say. And yeah, there's a few things that I want to touch on before getting into the science. So there's another, some more shahids sequestering themselves. We'll take a look at that. And I've just been trying to find uh, blood clots uh, from. Epoch Times, uh, is this it? Am I looking for the right thing? It says September 6th. But what I do see is an article here. Mike Adams' flawed analysis of a clot sent by Obama. Um, <laughs> we'll take a look at that and uh, just see, see what... Uh, it's been fact-checked. Now, look, what uh, Mike Adams did with his analysis, again, I'm, uh, I, I don't agree with his line and um he's very much geared towards clickbait and um yeah we've just got to be uh, we've got to tread carefully when it comes to the science so you like i say you'll find very uh very few 
articles critical of Dr. McCann when it comes to SARS science. Uh, they may not like the, uh, how should we say, the casual racism and misogyny which makes up the uh, <laughs> the cheap, the cheap, easy humour <laughs> that is uh, that is the what should I say the uh, underlying uh, tone of these streams. Uh, so welcome to everyone in the chat. Wow, we've got 37 people already. Um, that's that's a good sign because that means within usually 10, 15 minutes, we'll get double that. Um, uh, can I post links? Yeah, I'll post links. Um, I'll, when, I, when I get to it, I'll, I'll do it. So um, let's... What, what can we do? I don't have much to do in the way of intros. Oh, what is new... Uh, if I can find it, uh, there's now an alert. I've fixed an alert for coffees. If you buy Kev a coffee, um, it should uh, uh, it should um, give you uh, where is it? Customize. Uh, it should give a warning now. So if ah, I test it, <laughs> you've had enough. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so that was just a test. So if someone, uh, someone buys me a coffee, it's a weekend. Buy the, buy old Kevy a drink instead of him having to buy uh, his own uh, his own tea from his own dirty cups. Um, and you you'll also notice as well that I've updated the uh, bar here, so um, I've been able to uh, keep Simon in Mackie D's and uh cover cover some costs but uh right now right now we need we need money 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 lots of it as i'm uh gearing up to do this uh this investigation all right uh you can buy me an irish coffee for sure i think uh i thought i changed it to raccoon treats but um i guess the alert doesn't uh, allow you to do that all right, so let us uh, let us dive into the main uh, the main feed, and um, there we have uh, latest uh, from the Jihad, Sci Jihad Science Squad. Good doggy, uh, mind bomb terrorists. I like to think so. Make people stop, pause, think about what's going on, and uh, you know, I like to think that I may uh, try to keep everyone honest on each side of the aisle. It's very very easy to uh, spin off into nonsense and. Um, we should, uh, if I manage, if that's all I manage to do uh, for this, it's uh, it's a worthwhile endeavour. Kev, I didn't get an email alert. Oh, did I not send that out? No, I didn't. I'll send it now. <laughs> Just you have to bear with me. Uh, but thank you, Delta Echo. Um, I've sent it right now. Um, well, it's good to know people use it. Because um, I say it's. Uh, Hang on, epochtimes.com. What am I? Why am I clicking on that? Um, yes. So let it. I, I'll do this as well. So um, it is the. Um, it is germane to what's going on, and so I'll. I'll do that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the real Klaus Schwab. Uh, we'll. We'll take a look at that. 
the, the retreat from Lyman. All right, so let's do this. Uh, back to this. If you've wandered in here and what's uh, wondered what's going on, who who's this uh, individual filling your screen with a weird Cockney accent? Uh, my name's Dr. Kevin W. McCann, Principal Investigator at the Career Brain Research Institute. And uh, right now, what I'm uh, seem to be engaged in for my uh, chosen profession science is a uh, insurgency against scientism the abuse of the scientific method for uh, the, the nefarious and uh, skin crawling type plans of uh, the oligarch class who want to have us all chipped and tagged and uh, every, follow every move that we make and uh, yeah abuse of science is part of their mechanism um i should probably let me just keep this here um spooky fingers lyman is utterly pointless it's all about bakhmut well, let's let's see. I'm I'm open to having people like, like I say. I'm no expert on the uh, the fine grain nature of the front in in Ukraine. So I'll, I'll, we'll we'll get to it in a minute. Let me just do housekeeping. So for housekeeping, uh, what you should do is bookmark McCannDojo dot com. Uh, my uh, appearances on the mainstream platforms, although right now. Uh, we seem to have been stable for a week. <laughs> no doubt the ban will be incoming. And But what you should do is bookmark McCann Dojo. And there you can uh, support public access science. Because, yes, that's right, folks. What we do is we actually go and do science when, uh, when, when needed. And in doing so, we've been able to shut down some of the most lurid aspects with respect to uh, people's fears around... Uh, the vaccines we're not a uh, we're not in any way uh, supportive of them we think that there's a problem that we can define uh, scientifically um and so part of the reason that there's this bar on the top is that we 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 do the real deal which means go to Go to the lab, get uh, get your animals or get the equipment that you need and uh, start doing tests. And um, you can help that. You can come part of that. If you want, I, I should have a second bar um, because I've worked out for the first stages of this experiment. Um, ten rodents, ten rats, and you can calculate approximately $500 per rat per cage per looking after it uh, costs etc and we need 10 of those so that's $5,000 $5,000 for that animals that we need now I'm thinking we could uh, we could have a naming competition for the rodents and uh we can call them things like klaus and uh liz zelensky i don't know whatever if you buy a rat you can name it what you want how about that um i think that's a good idea 
check out Kadyrov's Telegram statement on Lyman. He calls out the leadership failure there. Um, okay, I'll, br I'll bring that up as well. Look, I don't want to spend too much time on Russia. We did a lot of that yesterday, and you know, I want to I want to leave um, time for uh, actual science. There's some interesting science happening right now with respect to SARS, and I want to um, I want to go through that. So uh, let's let's do this. So I just want to. Um, point people you can join our discord um it's a fun place to be uh i'm always playing catch up um but i'm reading in there every day and uh yeah it's a fine 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 community and what else is there on there you can follow uh the latest uh social media where i'm not banned um so yeah that's uh that's the housekeeping done there let's move along we have of course our streaming platform uh we talk you listen uh wtyl.live and you can go and watch the replays there or you can watch the stream there and you can also watch the stream on uh dojo.com uh go down there hit that uh should be live should be yeah there you go and um you know, a lot of our uh, expenses go into building this system. We're trying to make ourselves resistant to internet takedowns. And so far, it's working pretty well. We maintain a solid core of uh, fighting raccoons there every day. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy with its progress. And now, now it's on the verge of uh, the next iteration. And uh, that should be a significant upgrade because it means... Those that, I don't want to say, like your internet is just um, patchy and a 1080p stream is um, too much. Uh, we're about to roll out another instance that will do transcoding uh, a number of lower resolutions as well. So if you want to um, just listen, uh, you can do that. And I think, I think there should be an MP3 download available as well. And, oh, you know what I forgot to do? this do this mm -mm -mm. Turn around. Let's do this 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 and this all right um and oh, I'll catch up with that later ah, te telegram is uh, <laughs> it's a black hole of time it's worse than twitter um all right, so let me just organize that. All right, yeah, and you can be quiet. Lovely, 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 lovely. All right, so let's get into the story. So um, it, it seems that the Russians are pulling back from a city called Lyman, and uh, they these are more successful offensives. Uh, right now, it appears that Crimea as well is, uh, or something's happening in Crimea. A plane has gone down or overshot the runway or a missile attack. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I just caught the headline as I was uh, getting ready to stream. And um, I have to say, it doesn't it doesn't look good right now. And right, meaning that it doesn't look good for everyone. Because with Russia mobilizing and looking to, well, I wouldn't say they're looking to escalate no, 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 that's that's wrong. There's the chance for serious escalation because Ukraine is going to keep pushing and Russia now has mobilized or is in the process of mobilizing. And as a consequence, we will 
potentially see some pretty brutal uh, exchanges going into the autumn and winter. And, um, you know, I, I would rather that there were overtures made to peace in this instance i don't i don't think anyone benefits from this uh conflict except uh, the oligarch class and uh the sooner it ends the better and um you know i'm hoping that russia has taken what it sees as uh territory that um that was i don't know part of part needs to be part of russia because the that's where the ethnic russians live so okay Let's let's please just uh, hold there and uh, get everyone apart. And uh, uh, Ukrainians, just uh, simmer down. Russians, simmer down. And um, please, please, uh, no more, uh, no more blood and guts. Um, just hurry up and launch a nuke, somebody. <laughs> Loaded. Uh, what can I say? Let's see. Um, they don't have enough troops. Yeah, I, d I don't think they do. Uh, th it's patently obvious that uh, an expeditionary force, I don't know, the numbers vary a lot, um, coming up against uh, well-dug-in, NATO-trained troops um, eventually is going to um, crash against those defences. And, you know, what does, what does it mean mobilising 300,000 more men? What they're just—they're going to buttress where they are, or they're going to keep punching forward. I hope—I hope it stops. I really do. But then, you know, they're shelling in Donetsk today. I was looking at the pictures from there. It's not a. a, a every, everything about this is just—it—it's um, it, the worst that humankind has to uh, offer. And you know, the problem is—is is that people people suffer tragedy and and are going to want uh, revenge, etc. It's a vicious cycle. So uh, the real class Schwab says Odessa is Russian, just saying. Um, yeah, look, maybe. And like I say, I'm surprised that they didn't put more effort into taking Odessa. But then, you know, they're, they're trying to hold a large piece of land. I think someone said it's the size of Portugal. Um, with 100,000, 150,000 men that's being heavily contested <laughs> look I, like i'm no, i'm no general or anything but the uh <laughs> that that that's cause for uh, a lot of oh, it's going to cause a lot of bloodshed and uh, you know please please let's let's uh, let's hope it stops for christmas and uh, those those that revel in blood and conflict get uh get left short so um like i say strategically what does it mean from lyman i don't know um optically it looks uh it doesn't look good it means the lines are fragile uh russian lines are fragile all right so let's move on what's this um it's all in russian how am i supposed to read that <laughs> uh does it translate translate to english uh, I've always said there's nothing better than the voice truth will be it bitter offensive but the truth this is the only way to move forward therefore I cannot remain silent about what happened in Krasny Liman 
The defence of this section was led by the commander of the Central Military District, Colonel General Alexander Lapin, the same Lapin who received the Star of the Hero of Russia for the capture of Lysychansk. Although de facto he was not there and was not around, Lapin was also given over to the troops of the Western Military District. The Colonel General deployed mobilised fighters from the LPR and other units on all the frontiers of the Lehman direction, but did not provide them with necessary communications, interaction and supply of ammunition. Two weeks ago, Major General Commander of the Akhmet Special Forces, my dear brother Apni Alidunov, personally reported to me that our fighters could become an easy target. In turn, I informed Valery Gerasimov, Chief of the General Staff of the Armed Forces of the Russian Federation, about the danger. But the General assured me that he had no doubts about Lapin's leadership talent and did not believe that a retreat was possible in Krasny Liman and its environs. A week later, Lapin moved his headquarters to Star. Star wow. Uh, Flying Scotsman, thank you for just subscribing. Awesome. A uh, hundred kilometers from his subordinates, while he himself sits in Lugansk. How can you quickly manage units being 150 kilometers away from there? Due to the lack of elementary military logistics, today we have left several settlements and a large piece of territory. It's not a shame that Lapin is mediocre and the fact that he is covered at the top by the leaders and the general staff. If I had my way, I would have demoted Lapin to the rank of private, would have deprived him of his wards, and with a machine gun in his hands, would have sent him to the front lines to wash away my shame with blood. <laughs> uh, what can I say? Um, th th he sounds pissed. Uh, uh, electricity free portion of Florida. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Susan. Hope you're okay. Uh, Loaded said the currency collapse, war, and vaccine recall are going to drop over one night, maybe. Uh, let's see. Army nepotism will not lead to good in the army. It is necessary to appoint people of strong character, courageous, principled, who worry about their fighters, who tear the teeth for their soldier, who know that a subordinate cannot be left without help and support. There is no place for nepotism in the army, especially in difficult times. I agree. We didn't have enough raisins. <laughs> okay. Right. Just, just needed more raisins. Well, I'm sure they could have sorted that out. Even then, I said, shoot at the enemy's military concentration in Izim, captured by the Nazis, especially since our artillery at that time had such an opportunity. They would have done away with the main Satanists and fascists at once. We must carry out NWO in the full sense of the word and not flirt, use every opportunity and every weapon to defend our territory. The Nets is still being shelled. Residents of the joined four territories want to be protected. I don't know what the RF Ministry of Defence reports to the Supreme Commander-in-Chief, but in my personal opinion, more drastic measures should be taken up to the declaration of martial law in the border areas and the use of low-yield... <laughs> Bring out the nukes. Why? Why? Why escalate that way? Come on. Chill. Chill, dude. It's not necessary to take every decision with an eye on the Western American community. It has already... Uh, What's that? It's already my my scan <laughs> distracted me. Uh, it's already said so and done a lot against us. Yesterday there was a parade in Izium. Today a flag in Liman. What tomorrow? Everything would be fine if we weren't so bad. Uh, that's Kadirov. All right. So uh, culture war. Um, I used to like Virgin. Airways, it was a pretty cool airline that had uh, 
movies on demand. It was the first one I found. You had like a sort of screen that you could uh, mess with and a, a library of movies. But now it's gone all woke. Yes, uh, take a look at this for the fall of mankind. Now, should you... Uh, I'm never, ever flying virgin again. What is that? What is that? That's a dude in a dress. Now, look, um, just call me old-fashioned, but uh, when I get on a plane, I like those pretty ladies in their form-fitting skirts, etc. The uh, the male attendants, meh, not so much. Not so much. And if they're wearing dresses and I'm, I'm after a few beers and a bit blurry-eyed, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to be seeing it. Having to, having to think twice about what it is. Is it a trap? Dude looks like a lady. Yeah. What the fuck is that thing behind him? Those two. How can that thing be serving on a plane? Please. Fatties? No. The airline has updated its uniform code to remove gendered clothing. Well, I hope that's uh Is that a woman or a man? It's got to be a man, right? optimal pronoun badges kid what's going on what's going on Every, everything's uh it's those goddamn talpiot boys what's that what does that mean uh do you want Uh, just wait, my computer's glitching right now. So tell your boys. Uh, please tag Kev. Please post it once he's done with the current thing. Um, uh, mystery clots appear in fifty-seven, seventy percent of deceased. Yeah, well, we know we know the funeral director. I'll take a look. What the fuck is that thing? It looks like a goddamn Halloween costume. Now, I've had issues with uh, my hard drive caddy and uh, suddenly the power, uh, how should we say, uh, settings have been changed. And uh, I don't know, it looks like it's it been stable and now it looks like it's messing up. So if you, you, you're going to hear little bing bongs for a little bit as the drives come back online. But others called out Virgin for their lack of attention to customer service. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck spending money on all new gender transparent whatever uh, fucking uniforms. What about uh, what about better movies? Uh, better food? Let it burn. Let it burn. I've had enough. All right. So let's move on from that. So culture war. Um, record numbers of nurses quitting the NHS. 
Uh, more than 40,000 have walked away from the NHS in the past year. Um, have they walked away? I wonder how many are just dead. Um, but, you know, a not an insignificant number. Um, and I, again, I would just say keep your head down this winter. Try to avoid those hospitals if you can. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, a quick mention of that. And uh, with that, uh, this from uh, Thailand Medical News. Yes, I love a bit of Thailand Medical News. With their casual racism and misogyny, uh, it tickles something deep inside of me. Uh, warning, newer SARS-CoV-2 variants have evolved to overcome the robust innate immune system of children. Infants and children are more vulnerable now. And I wonder how much that's the case with uh, kids that have been, uh, how should we say, done their civic duty and taken the medical countermeasures uh, in the last few weeks the number of infants and children being admitted to hospitals due to COVID-19 severity is fast increasing in many states across the United States and worse in countries like United Kingdom, Belgium, Germany, France Denmark and Austria again I wonder about the rollout of the medical countermeasures um, you know I think about pulling my kids from school but again I don't see much happening around me here there's um it's it's been an oasis of calm the last two and a half years so I'm not sure what advice I can give I mean we're always well, we're lax with the kids taking days off school but um yeah just again if you've got kids be on the lookout you know what medicines you need if you're dealing with SARS? Aspirin. Aspirin, baby. You want a antihistamine, and I don't know if you're going to get it into kids, but some sort of antiviral, questin-type zinc. And, uh, of course, the old, uh, what's it called, Pepsid AC formatidin. Um, so I, I would advise that for everyone. Um, uh, early treatment works. We know that. Um, I, I'm, if you've got ivermectin, I guess use it um i do um i can't tell if it really does anything or not give me a headache uh Josie says would you buy a used car from any of those people <laughs> no <laughs> not at all <laughs> not at all i'd be wondering what had been happening on the uh on the back seat <laughs> let's see it took a few centuries but wickedness is back in a full-scale positive feedback loop i agree you will get CV many times in your lifetime, maybe. It's a bioweapon, I agree. Colorist says, oi, oi. My mum's cooking is a bioweapon. <laughs> <laughs> Germany is going full mask again. Germany Germany is just, yeah, it's going full retard. Homeschool them, ivermectin, zinc. Yeah, look, it's, the thing is, do you want to be drugging your kids that much? Um, you know, watch, watch what's happening. Watch the symptoms. I mean, don't be afraid to give um some palliative care but the uh, the you know, kids are robust uh let's see i think the devil satan has been invented because that was just god and us and we were the bad guys so they invented something to blame bad behavior on yeah maybe i i, I dig that bit of metaphysics uh i'm not going to read the whole article here's the link if you want it um but again, you know, my concern has always been, um, will it will it start targeting kids way worse than it has done? All right, so uh, some more Shahids. Uh, 
Uh, this one, a uh, member of the Green Party, I believe, a uh, advocate of uh, full medical countermeasures. Um, doing her part, citizen, are you doing yours? Uh, in, this, in this case, it wasn't a full commitment. She walked away, but uh, we applaud her for at least trying. What are you doing? You lazy sods, are you getting out there? Are you sequestering your carbon for your betters so that they can continue to eat steak as the stakeholders? Now, uh, interestingly and uh, synchronistically, uh, a soldier, 18, who walked beside the Queen's coffin at funeral, found dead in the army barracks. Trooper Jack Burnell, Williams 18, took an important role at the Queen's state funeral last Monday, less than two weeks before he was found to have passed away. <clears throat> That's the type of commitment that we want from our Shaheeds. Uh, go do your civic duty, be a peon for the blue bloods, and then sequester your carbon. What a fantastic, fantastic effort. Lick spittles that are watching, take note. Uh, police and paramedics from London Ambulance Service were called to Hyde Park Barracks uh, in an attempt to save the young man. However, there was nothing they could do, and uh, he was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, has he got kids? That's sad. He can't have kids, he's bloody 18. <laughs> Police are not currently treating the deaf as suspicious, reports the mail online. Well, uh, how about uh, asking those uh, pharmaceutical companies, what's going on? What do you know? Um, yeah so again i'm not sure how much i can extract out of that story but again we we salute the shaheeds bravo for sequestering your carbon in a fantastic display getting into the mirror so bravo 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 all right so that's the shaheeds done Do i have one more oh yeah no this um <laughs> it's a it's a hodgepodge of stories as i get to the science but uh Horseface Jacinda is telling you that uh, you have too much freedom on the internet. That's right, peon. They know what's best and they're going to tell you. This week we launched an initiative alongside companies and non-profits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes. This will also be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation on... <laughs> Misinformation. Yeah, like uh, all those shahids we're celebrating. How dare you? How dare you look into those deaths as being uh, a little bit suspicious? Get back in your box, in your pod, peon. Online, a challenge that we must, as leaders, address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value. Yeah, they are. They are. Leave it alone. Right? It doesn't need government interference. It'll sort itself out. It'll sort itself out. There'll be people like me uh, pouncing on people who are pushing uh, nonsense and uh, also pouncing on the nonsense from uh, the government official narratives. So... Uh, about, how about you just fuck off, Jacinda? We've had enough of you. So highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat 
to the norms we all value. <laughs> you will have a license for the internet, folks. That's what's coming. You'll have to log in with a little QR code and, uh, if, you know, if you're uh, not active, then it will kick you out. Can't just leave your computer running, etc. This is, This is what's coming. It will all be linked to your phone, etc. These people are gross. Like I say, she she knows exactly what's coming. And then again, up there, bold face lying to you. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble? How do you uh, which war is that? What? What are you about? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? <laughs> Again, the uh, the corporate science coming to the fore, and uh, you, peon, will get in your pod, and you will not question. You will not question their diktats and uh, their their take on the analysis and data. You're not allowed to look at the raw data and come to your own conclusions. How dare you? You will accept climate change. You will eat the bugs. How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? <laughs> what? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. How about some of that? How about that common sense? Instead of this uh, do-gooder step in and try to protect people's feels because something happened on the internet. What a load of bollocks. This Again, this is, this is just front-loading the excuses for coming in and taking it and... and yeah, it's tyranny. It's tyranny, and it's their it's their attempt to curate the internet. Now, you know, I'm that's why I'm trying investing so much in trying to sort of carve out a little corner for uh, the coon army to hang about in because I don't I don't trust these people. I don't. And like I say, they're tracking your data. We know this and it'll come the license to use the Internet and you, you'll be policed. And we've seen how the policing is driven by woke policies and ideology. Don't you dare upset the special interest groups. Don't you dare question the official narratives. <laughs> the weapons may be different. But the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same. To cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves. <laughs> this coming from the bitch who's part of the networks that blew up a gas pipeline. <laughs> to disband communities. To collapse the collective strength of countries. Mummy tyranny. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, Epi. Mummy tyranny. And uh, it's about about time the women were uh, told to sit down and have a nice cup of shut the fuck up. To work together. But we have... <laughs> Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? Well, what a great song. ...opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. In these times... I'm acutely aware of how easy it is to feel disheartened. We are facing many battles. Yeah, the public are seeing through the facade. They, they see what a puppet show Jacinda and her mates are. We, <laughs> like I say, there's, a, there's the fictive reality that they want to create versus the base reality on which we wish to stand. And we can see that they're pushing nonsense. Now, had they had their way, you would have all 
all been forced into a paradigm of medical countermeasures that would have been digitally controlled and tracked and uh, linked to I don't know, whatever funny money they're going to come up with to uh, make sure that uh, you're doing your part for the economy, Peon. On many fronts. But there is cause for optimism. Because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. Yeah, all, all those little paid chills on the internet that are there to hold an orthodox line, even, even though they're demonstrably false and um, are not qualified to be opining about these subjects. And we maybe get to Bogbrush Wilson as a, uh, a fine, fine example of that. Uh, what's this? Um, just check this. Centripede puts a link. I've got to click on it. My latest piece at the Atlantic just dropped. While a smarter, more diverse, and intellectually flexible woke army is much better than the hype. <laughs> oh dear! What? Uh, what? What? Russian predism. Vladimir Putin and his generals aren't the only people who think the more ruthless, hyper-masculine and reflexively brutal an army is, the better it performs on the battlefield. Have you also has fans in the United States? What, 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 what? Um, arguments like this. This has got to be a fucking joke. <laughs> Please. Arguments, oh, arguments like these were much easier to make before Putin unleashed his muscle-bound and decidedly unwoke fighting machine on the ostensibly weak Ukrainians. Ukrainians with their Nazis and their steroids and their <laughs> and their Stefan Bandera worship. Only see it to perform catastrophically. More than seven months into the war, the Ukrainian army continues to grow in strength, confidence and operational competence while the Russian army is flailing. Its recent failures raise many questions about the nature of military power before Putin orders his troops into Ukraine. Many analysts described his military as fast and powerful and predicted it would shock and awe the overmatched defenders. The Ukrainian army were widely assumed to be in care. Well, I want to see examples of uh, woke. What's woke about Ukrainian shooting? Shooting? unarmed prisoners that's the woke bit is it <laughs> ha! Uh, let's see where's what's what's woke about the U ukrainians what's woke about the ukrainians uh let's see Persistent the combination of how the combination of education and technology overcame brute force during World War Two and the most military skillful and adaptable countries, the United States and United Kingdom, were able to fight their enemies at a relatively small cost in casualty. The UK even that fought it fought around the world from nineteen thirty nine to nineteen forty five, lost only three hundred and eighty four thousand soldiers in combat, and they were all so woke Wayne bit rain. <laughs> waving their rainbow flags as they charged and stormed the beaches of D-Day. Holy fuck, man. I, I, again, this this is a an attempt at rewriting history. It's putting a woke coat of paint on it. And um, if you let it happen, folks, we're going to end up in a dark, dark place. It's fictive reality. Um... 
The Ukrainians are trying, albeit with far fewer advantages, to do to Russia what the US and UK did to Germany. Ukrainian forces have learned skillfully use advanced weaponry, in this case NATO standard systems such as high Mars and harm missiles, to neutralize the brute strength of the Russian army. So basically NATO skill fighters are in there. So it's a NATO proxy war, basically. Nothing skillful or woke about that. And like I say, we see we see American whatever you call them, flashes. Uh, yeah, please support the stream. I'd like someone to try the uh, the coffee. Send send me a coffee. See if that works. Uh, don't have the link to hand, but uh, there. I'm sure uh, Marty does. Buy me a coffee. Uh, let me just check the uh, payments. Let's see if anyone's been generous. And it's not the Jew today. Oh yeah, someone is not the Jew. Uh, let me just see this. Uh, Someone from, uh, I want to say Virginia, maybe. Uh, I salute you and your support. You can have a. Ah, you had enough. Hey, it's like Kevin at the coal face. <laughs> it's fascinating. I was nearly passing out yesterday <laughs> with the Prophet Burgle. Uh, all right. I, I, again, I don't buy this bollocks. Um, I want, I want my army muscle bound and uh, yeah, be able to use the technical systems. Using those technical systems has got nothing to do with being woke. <laughs> Send him to battle, please. Virgin Atlantic designing new Ukraine army uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine has a homosexual and transgender group called Unicorns. Is that true? Is that true? <laughs> I hear there are a lot of non-binary people. Yeah. Well, those non-binaries uh, storming the beach there. <laughs> patching up, patching up their centuries. <laughs> Making sure it didn't stink. Uh, all right. So we did just in the right. Let's, let's science. Let's get into this. There's some interesting stuff. Thank Horatius as I was getting ready. Um, uh, for, for sending these in. So we're going to be looking at some case reports uh, which would indicate, which would lend credence to the uh, types of experiments that we're aiming to do in the next few weeks. And uh, let's have a look at this. A case report. Multifocal necrotizing encephalitis and myocarditis after BNT162B2 mRNA vaccination against COVID-19. We salute this man's uh, commitment commitment to carbon sequestration and uh, allowing us uh, interesting medical cases to review on a Saturday evening. Okay. Uh, oh, do I not have the report? Can I download PDF? Oh, we can. <laughs> you had enough? Uh, ten raccoon treats. Uh, thank you very much. You can have genetic a, uh, engineering, genetic engineering of viruses. Thank you very much. Much, much appreciated. Uh, right. So, I'll add them to the the lab running costs. I need to work on the spreadsheet. I will get it done. Promise. Uh, so seventy six. You had enough. Someone, thank you very much. Uh, what could I give you? Um, what does that one do? You can have a fluffy peppy, a raccoon peppy, 
coming in to save save the other hey, there we go thank you <laughs> okay I know what that button does ah why have we uh, what's gone on oh I see Shut it. <laughs> Alright, yeah, thank thank you all supporters. Much, much appreciate it. Makes it makes it uh you have no idea. I can come here and uh, like I say, I, I I'm when I'm not here now, I'm having to literally think about designing labs, experiments, getting equipment, expensive equipment. It's uh it's a, uh, how should we say, <laughs> full-time job. All right, back to this. Uh, so this person took, uh, say, the patient was first vaccinated in May 2021 with Chadox, followed by two doses of BNT162B2. Now, look, is, is it not the case that you could take the risk with the Chadox and that was it? It was just one vaccine and done? Wasn't, wasn't that the rules? The family of the deceased requested an autopsy due to ambiguous clinical signs before death. PD was confirmed by post-mortem examination. Um, okay, so Parkinson's disease. Uh, furthermore, signs of aspiration pneumonia and systemic atherosclerosis were evident. However, histopathological analysis of the brain uncovered previously unsuspected findings, including acute vasculitis, predominantly lymphocytic, which is what we predict from this uh, spike protein-derived coagulopathy, as well as multifocal necrotizing encephalitis. Um, holes in the brain, folks. Spongiform encephalopathy. <laughs> Uh, let's see, of unknown etiology with pronounced inflammation, including glial and lymphocytic reaction. In the heart, signs of chronic cardiomyopathy, as well as mild acute lymphohistocytic myocarditis and vasculitis were present. Although there was no history of COVID-19 for this patient, immunohistochemistry for SARS-CoV-2 antigens, spike and nucleocapsid was performed. Surprisingly, only spike protein, but no nucleocapsid protein, could be detected within the foci of inflammation in both the brain and heart. Wap wap! Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> Spike protein got in there somehow, but if it was, uh, how should we say, uh, active virus, then we would expect to see the nucleocapsid protein. The fact that there's only spike protein means that the uh, the spike, I'm presuming from BNT162B2, was causal to uh, these uh, lesions. Uh, let's see. Since no nucleocapsid could be detected, the presence of spike protein must be ascribed to vac uh, well, medical countermeasures rather than to viral infection. The findings corroborate previous reports of encephalitis and myocarditis caused by gene-based COVID-19 medical countermeasures. Um, let's see if we can. I'm not going to read the whole paper, but uh, let's see what we have here. A and B. Figure one. Nasal smear from person with acute symptomatic SARS-CoV-2 infection confirmed by PCR. Note the presence of ciliated epithelium, immunohistochemistry for two SARS-CoV-2 antigens. Spike and nucleocapsid revealed a positive reaction for both, as to be expected after infection. A. Okay. Uh, spy, uh, spike unit, yes, several, yes. B, detection of nucleocapsid protein, positive control for nucleocapsid protein. Okay, so this is them just saying that they can detect. 
each. So preparation. Move on. Let's let's see um, his tissue. Um, let's see. So frontal brain uh, already in the overview image. Prominent vacula vacuolations with increased parenchymal cellularity are evident. Indicative of degenerative and inflammatory processes. So I guess they're looking at these regions here. Here. Uh, B. Acute brain damage is visible with diffuse and zonal neuronal and glial cell death. Activation of mic microglia and inflammatory infiltration by granulocytes and lymphocytes. Neuronal death. Uh, Mm, uh, you know, I wish there was a better tagging um, than this, but they're just using H and E stain. Anyway, um, I'm going to make a presumption. We'll go down, and there there will be um, tagging for the spike protein. Uh, so this is cardiac tissue. And here we go. Frontal brain immunohistochemistry for CD68 expressed by monocytic cells. Note map-like destruction with presence of CD68 microglia cells. Furthermore, zonal activation of microglia, brown granules. Activation of microglia means that tissue destruction has taken place in the brain. Okay. And um, CD3 T lymphocytes. Okay. Where's your, where's your tagging of spike protein? Here, uh, nucleus ruber. The abundant presence of SARS-CoV-2 spike protein in swollen endothelium of the capillary blood vessels shows acute signs of inflammation with sparse mononuclear inflammatory cell infiltrates. Uh, immunohistochemical demonstration for SARS-CoV-2 spike protein at subunit one. Um, blue arrow. Okay. And negative stain for uh, nucleocapsid protein. You had enough, Mark. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. Nucleus ruber. What? Red nucleus. Okay. Where are these people from? Uh, German. Okay. Okay. Heart, left ventricle, positive reaction, SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Note the abundant presence of spike protein in capillary endothelial cells. This is This is precisely the experiment that we're lining up to do. To see if we can find this, see if we can corroborate this and turn it into a working useful model. And because the problem is when you deal with the likes of Bogbrush Wilson, they'll look at this and say, ah, it's just one case. It's anecdote. They've given billions of doses. Maybe. But again, you know, what what drug do we allow onto the market with such liberal use where we would have such 
obvious pathophysiology associated with it. It, it's it's not a it's not a good place for medicine to be, or science for that matter. Um, I guess I guess that's it. But uh, thank you, Horatius. That's a, a good case study. Um, it's precisely what we would, or we're aiming to achieve uh, with our animal experiments. So if we can get this in a um, reproducible fashion then we can also tr try and treat it which is the aim here uh let's see oh we've got a new shaheed uh thank you jack burton 20 year old nursing student dies suddenly of cardiac arrest one day after being uh, forced she's been forced step forward into her destiny of carbon sequestration we salute this Shaheed. Um, cardiac arrest. Um, pretty girl. Uh, yes, we support this commitment to the cause. Carbon sequestration. What are you lick spittles doing? More carbon sequestration. Now. Uh, let's see. Fauci personal worth art. Yeah, I saw that that he's he's made a huge bunch of money and that's just what we know about. Uh, there are people virtue signaling with their bivalent boosters as we speak. From what I hear the uptake for the current round is minimal. So but I'm I'm expecting a lot of carnage this winter. That's that's my prediction. All right, um, let's get back to the scientific papers. So, uh, do, 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 did that one. What's this one? No. Same one, right? Yes. Uh, let me just check something real quick. Uh... Let's, let's let's see if we can get uh, Joanna onto the stream. Uh, let's do this. Yeah, it's the same thing. All right. So, um, what was the study that I really wanted to get to? The key one. So we've got more evidence of. The spike protein translocating to the cell nucleus. Now, this is a preprint, of course. It's got to go through the review process. But I'm, I've been waiting for replications of this data. And this looks like it could be it. So we've got, I want to say we've got about three, three papers. I was looking at one... Um, Uh, earlier, so even back in 2020, there was evidence that it could translocate to the uh, nucleus, and there was sort of suspicion on uh, the DC, is it line elements, and well, we'll we'll 
see what this paper has to say. So, um, nuclear uh, translocation. Wait, oh, one second. Nuclear translocation of spike mRNA in protein is a novel pathogenic feature of SARS-CoV-2. So, in this instance, we're looking at the virus. And I would just say what the, what the spike does from the virus, the same can happen with the, uh, the gene, gene therapies. Put it that way. Uh, let's see. Let's just get a PDF, shall we? Okay, uh, so it causes severe pathophysiology in vulnerable older populations and appears to be highly pathogenic. This is SARS-CoV-2 and more transmissible than SARS-CoV and MERS-CoV. Oh yeah, that'd be down to that furing cleavage site, which again, they're injecting into you. The spike protein appears to be a major pathogenic factor that contributes to unique pathogenesis of SARS-CoV-2. Although the S protein is a surface transmembrane type 1 glycoprotein, it's been predicted to be translocated into the nucleus due to novel nuclear localization signal, PRRA RSV, which is part of the furing cleavage site. You can't be asking yourselves why they why they put it in the gene transfection medical countermeasures. There's no need. This is what myself and Charles were talking about earlier in the week. And now we're finding oh, this paper would indicate that that's the causal mechanism for getting it past the nuclear membrane. Uh, it's absent from the S protein of other coronaviruses. Yeah, because it's been put in there uh, artificially, exactly as they would as I, as they described in the predict documents. Oh, sorry, the diffuse documents. Let's see. Lloyd Brown says, just got back from emergency appendectomy for my son in Georgia. I was afraid they'd for the jab, but they did not and did not ask vaccination status. Um, let's see. I was command, yo. Uh, <laughs> will I be putting my farts in a jar and selling them? No. I could have a uh, production line. All right. So to our surprise, smRNA also translates into the nucleus. smRNA co-localizes with S protein, aiding the nuclear translocation. Well, nuclear translocation of nuclear protein has been shown in many coronaviruses. The nuclear translocation of both smRNA and S protein reveals a novel pathogenic feature of SARS-CoV-2. So the mRNA can get in and the protein can get in. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Anyone, anyone being harmed by these uh, agents has a very, very strong case in my opinion. Um, this paper might not make it to the general... Or it will get tucked away in some small technical journal. All right. Um, the 
current ongoing outbreak has shown that SARS-CoV-2 is highly pathogenic and more transmissible than SARS-CoV or MERS-CoV. These coronaviruses contain a positive strand RNA genome with a few unique features. Two-thirds of the viral RNA is translated into a large polyprotein, and the remainder of the viral genome is transcribed by a discontinuous transcription process to a nested set of subgenomic mRNAs. The different subgenomic RNAs encode four conserved structural proteins. Spike, S, envelope, E, membrane, M, and nucleocapsid, N, and several accessory proteins. Uh, those are orphan 6, those are amyloidogenic peptide sequences, which aren't there in other SARS-CoV viruses. Again, indicative that perhaps it's been engineered. <coughs> uh, let's see. The S protein of both SARS-CoV and SARS-CoV-2 interacts with host cell receptor angiotensin-converting enzyme and triggers fusion between the viral envelope and host cell membrane to facilitate successful viral entry. However, the S protein of MERS-CoV binds sorry, to dipentadyl peptidase DPP4 to facilitate entry into cells. Importantly, the SARS-CoV-2 S protein is a significant pathogenic factor because of its broad tropism for mammalian ACE2. While the S protein is an attractive target for therapeutic development, the lack of comprehensive information on S protein expression and subcellular translocation hinders the identification of an effective S protein targeting thera therapeutic to target to combat sorry SARS-CoV-2 infection. Now, just think about this happening in the context of neuronal cells and immune cells. This is highly highly disturbing and again in a situation where they're gonna transfect into you these properties um do we have to just keep going through the um basic genomics See here. A recent study showed several SARS-CoV-2 genomic features, including novel sequence insertions and enhanced N-protein nuclear localization, that are thought to be responsible for the unique pathogenesis of this coronavirus. There are three types of NLS, PAT4, PAT7, and bipartite. The PAT4 signal is a chain of four basic amino acids consisting of lysine or arginine, or three basic amino acids, with the last amino acid being either histidine or proline. The PAT2 signal begins with proline and is followed by six amino acids, which contains a four-residue sequence in which three of the four residues are basic. The bipartite signal consists of two basic amino acids with a ten-residue spacer and a five-amino acid sequence in which at least three of the five amino acids are basic. The subcellular localization of some SARS-CoV-2 proteins has been studied in vitro, but comprehensive understanding of the subcellular localization of the S protein is missing. Here we first report the nuclear translocation of S protein and mRNA in SARS-CoV-2 infected cells. The translocation of SARS-CoV-2 smRNA appeared to be assisted by the S protein, which contains a what was it, nuclear line segment motif, NLS, that is unique among human pathogenic beta coronaviruses. The novel NLS motif PRRA RSV is in the S protein of SARS-CoV-2, but not SARS-CoV or MERS. Yeah, we know. Um, I think maybe I'm going to need uh, figures at the same time. I bet they're all at the bottom. <laughs> um, this this study is highly highly disturbing.
Right, it allows me to zoom. Uh, that's that's got cool. Thank you. Okay, so um, here we can see that sequences of concern. Uh, so the S protein, so there's a number of these sites, uh, the furin cleavage site, uh, everyone's familiar with. Um, now I wonder how much these sites co-locate with the amyloidogenic peptide sequences. Let's, let's check that, shall we? Spike ninety two. Um, oh, so these are different to the amyloidogenic sequences. <laughs> uh, 242 to 251. How shall I say? Hashtag they knew. Uh, amyloid genesis so the there are peptide sequences like there are well every part of a functional protein right you can you can think of you know if it if it got smashed right you are able to sort of take a dot punch and a hammer and uh smash it into uh pieces it's it would likely break along um lines in, in like a crystal would and then those bits that fall off you can think of them as reactive toxic peptide sequences and in this instance those particular sequences are able to as part of the spike protein i would argue so uh, even the even the fragment and the whole of the spike protein are going to be able to translocate across the nuclear membrane including the rna uh, again, um, I'm struggling to think of diseases that have such a wide repertoire of offensive capabilities. And why, why we would be uh, injecting them into people thinking it's safe. Uh, let's bring this back up. So you had enough. Mary in Texas, thank you very much. Much, much appreciated. Keeps me in the game. Um let's see. I'll I'll add them to the total uh for the next stream. Uh where were we? Um 
Several groups reported novel nucleotide insertions in the S gene, as indicated by multiple sequence alignments for their S protein sequences of different coronaviruses, such as the polybasic PRRA, we're very familiar with that, produced by a 12 nucleotide acquisition at the S1 S2 boundary through multiple host species adaptations. Or, or it's part of a patented sequence of a Moderna cell line, potentially. However, S-protein sequence alignments between SARS-CoV-2 and SARS-CoV showed the possibility of the insertions of NSPR and SPRR at the S1-S2 boundary. It has previously been reported that the sequence insertion at the S1-S2 boundary constitutes a furing cleavage site. Comprehensive understanding of the consequences of the sequence insertion at the S1-S2 boundary is still missing, possibly because research focused on understanding the differences in the pathogenicity of the different SARS-CoV-2 variants and subvariants, which emerged rapidly. To determine whether earlier SARS-CoV-2 isolate, USA, I guess that Washington State, CDC isolate, uh, has multiple novel sequence insertions in the S protein compared to SARS-CoV, the original Obani strain, we aligned the S protein sequences of both viruses using a constraint-based alignment tool for multiple protein sequences, COBOL. We did not use Merkov, I think that should be MERS, no, for comparison because there is only 40% similarity between SARS-CoV-2 and MERS-CoV. Similar to a previous report, we found sequence insertions in the SARS-CoV-2 S protein at four independent positions. IS-1, whatever these sequences, GTN, I'm not going to read them out. IS-2, IS-3, and IS-4, figures 1A and B. And this is, this is what they're referring to here. And again, the argument here is that they're novel to SARS-CoV-2. <laughs> look there's there's no point beating around the bush anymore we, we may as well just come out right de facto biowarfare that's what you're dealing with right now those sequences right the fact that they've emerged and are so specific for human tropism <laughs> blows my mind blows my mind and you know this is something that walter speaks about which is what what happens with multiple exposures to this what happens when these um these peptide sequences are able to sit in um stem cells in the bone marrow or neurons in the brain <laughs> jesus christ and so yeah not there in the other other closely related viruses. So um, I, I would make the presumption that SARS-CoV didn't have this capacity. Or if it did, it was highly limited compared to SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2 comes out with this souped up ability to, again, infect multiple tissues because of the furing cleavage site, and now because of these polybasic insertions, are able to uh, transfect the nuclei. Wow. Uh, let's see. Is this study about natural infection? Yeah, this is the standard um, spike protein. So they were saying from uh, the Washington uh, strain. So this is early spike protein how this relates to current spike protein i don't know 
I don't know. Maybe maybe these have been changed and flipped. Maybe. But it, I, I, I would argue if they're providing a evolutionary advantage, then it's more than likely it would keep them. We found that SARS-CoV-2 glycoprotein contained an LLS of the PAT7 motifs, one of the three NLS motifs described above. To our surprise, the NLS motif, which was a furin cleavage site, was present at the proposed polybasic site and was due to the fourth sequence insertion, NSPR, figures 1A and B and S1. A widely reported furin consensus cleavage site motif is the canonical 4-amino acid motif, RXKR, or whatever. <laughs> Uh, although RXXR is the minimal cleavage site on the substrate for successful furin cleavage, due to specificity of the amino acid motif, a furin cleavage motif is not expected to fulfill the characteristics of an LS motif. However, the described furin cleavage site is constitutively within the LS motif. Thus, whether furin cleavage destroys the function of the LS motif is important to determine. As expected, the NLS in the S protein was unique to SARS-CoV-2 among human pathogenic beta coronaviruses, as neither SARS-CoV, S protein, nor MERS has an NLS. Again, more evidence for tinkering. NLS-driven nuclear translocation of S-protein, including S-mRNA, occurs only in the SARS-CoV-2-infected airway epithelium. Although viral glycoprotein nuclear translocation is rare, NLS-driven protein nuclear translocation has already been established in different viral infections. Uh, what are those references? Um, influenza A virus, okay, and porcine paravirus, okay. Thus, it is important to determine whether SARS-CoV-2 protein translocates into the nucleus in addition to its canonical cell surface localization through the ER Golgi pathway. We hypothesize that the S protein could translocate into the nucleus in SARS-CoV-2 infected cells via the identified NLS motif. We infected highly differentiated pseudostratified airway epithelial cells, which mimics in vivo human airway epithelium, with SARS-CoV-2 a multiplicity of infection of 0.1 for four days. First, we confirmed the presence of smRNA and S-protein in a 5-micrometer section of formalin-fixed paraffin-embedded SARS-CoV-2 infected cells by RNA scope and immunofluorescence analysis. Despite rarity of viral mRNA or, pos or even positive strand RNA virus genome to be nuclear, a recent study showed that SARS-CoV-2 mRNA accumulates in the nucleus of infected cells. Um, it's a new paper for me. Probably should go back and read that one. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 ORF6, so that's one of those amyloidogenic proteins, disrupts bidirectional nucleocytoplasmic transport through interactions with Ray-1 and NUP-98.
Our results showed that SARS-CoV-2 sRNA was nuclear. A lot of the word nuclear being thrown around lately. Nuclear figure two left panel merged images. S protein nucleus. So this one is the RNA and you can see it dotted in the nucleus here. I guess this is spike protein and S protein smRNA. Okay. I mean, I wonder, I wonder how rare this is, but if there's a count. <coughs> to confirm the physical apposition between smRNA and nucleus by comparing their distribution in fluorescent images, we use the spot-to-spot co-localization function in Imeris image software. We found that smRNA was nuclear and abundant in the cytoplasm. I've got to look at supplemental, but we won't get that preprint. To avoid image artifacts, we imaged multiple independent slides of SARS-CoV-2 infected airway epithelium from three independent donors using at least two different high-end confocal microscopes. Additionally, we used at least two different image processing strategies to determine nuclear localization. Based on high-resolution imaging, we determined the subcellular disruption of sMRNA at the single molecule and single cell levels. Figure 2 and 3A. I get that. S-protein, sMRNA. Nucleus, okay. Now look. What we're seeing in this, if we get this with our experiments, plus, <laughs> plus, we get the uh, protein misfolding signatures. Well, um, God, say so enough is enough, folks. Enough is enough. Uh, let's see. Lejunia says, Barry commits a marker that way paraphrasing isn't apparent but if you know what to look for can see it it's been tinkered with kind of like he wants his invisible signature in it um yes <laughs> mark's in here says did somebody say nukes <laughs> bravo brother um i don't know if you watched the stream yesterday i did i gave uh a long long opinion about what i think about Andrew Huff and your uh, expose. Um, oh, oh, let me just uh, hit a break. I've got an update to that. So uh, let me just do this. Or I can do, no, that'll just do single. If I do this and then do this, just give me a second, folks.
<clears throat> right. So because of that, I went I went a uh, fishing around. And what did Kevy find? Remember, I said that I, I hadn't thought about it. But at the same time that I was in Korea and got sick, I was uh, using one of these dual vape pens. Now, there's a suspicion that they may be uh, part of the delivery mechanism. It's a hypothesis. It's worth pursuing, I think. Now, what did Kevy find today? He found one of the cartridges. It's kind of empty, but there is, I can see that there are dots of little fluid in there. It's sort of... See that, right? Now, it would be worth having this tested to look for spike protein not or, or mRNA. Um, I would say it's outside the scope of my capabilities. What this needs to be done is given to a uh, lab that deals with uh, poisons. They need to be doing forensic examination of this, in my opinion. Now, how we go about doing that, I don't know. I'm sure someone does. <clears throat> but there it is. We potentially have a cartridge that is localized in time with me getting sick with, I would, I would argue, the exact same symptoms. It's a jewel, which is uh, what's under suspicion. That needs to go to a forensics lab and to be to be uh, studied properly. Now, again, you're going to incur costs doing that. But there it is, folks. We potentially have it. I've got the whole unit. The USB, the... the I don't know what that is. Battery. And then the uh, delivery unit on the top. And there are spots of liquid still in this. Don't trust your pharmaceuticals at this time either. Well, some of us don't have a choice, but... Um... Uh, government loves you. Oh, God. What am I looking at here? Don't know who that is, but... Great video yesterday. Enjoyed it. Oh, thank you, Mark. Um... Yeah, but the thing is, there's liquid in this that hasn't been passed through the heating element yet. So potentially there's um, some kind of uh, lipid, some type of uh, vesicle to wrap genetic material in this in this device. Maybe, maybe, and I'll, I'll say this: it's it's way outside the scope of me going and going through the learning curve of trying to analyze something like this. Now, Jack Burton says, you're dashing my hopes of Huff being a hero whistleblower, dude. We'll see. Well, again, how much um, 
How much of this is damage control? How much is Robert Malone um, part of the system engaging in damage control? We don't know yet. I want to believe that they're white hats. I really do. I really do. Let's get this scene. Let's have this examined. Is it from 2019? Yes, this is from when I went to Korea and got sick. And I only made the connection because of Mark with vaping. You can't buy these in Japan. It's illegal. Vaping is illegal in Japan. And I bought this in Korea. Now, maybe maybe the, this cartridge is safe. And it was another one. But maybe, maybe there's some way to get a, a signal off this. And if we find that mRNA, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Have we just suddenly, uh, that's the scene from Fight Club where, boom, the, <laughs> the, the, the plane gets taken off at the front in a mid-air collision. Uh, between Cooey McCann, Joanna, Nick, Rixie, we have a dozen heroes. Uh, look, dude, you're in there. Uh, because of that and like I say we, we may have we may have a sample a direct sample correlated with illness and a hot spot a, a, a SARS hot spot that was early 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 with respect to the official narrative a month early do it do it do it well yeah we can do it but the thing is we need to find out how to do it now who could we reach out to? We could reach out to um what's his name? Cole, the pathologist. I've forgotten his first name. Something H. Um He he would know. That but anyway, so someone needs to step up and have it forensically examined. Ryan Cole, thank you. Secure that sample. Um, uh, there's, there's not much, not much I can do. I don't, I don't even have a safe. And even if it was in a safe and someone wanted it, they could just take the safe, I guess. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like I say, it might be nothing. Might be nothing. But we've got, we've got the chance to test it. It's, it's like the bodies, the Avali death bodies. They need to be exhumed. They need to be looked at properly with all the tests that we're using for SARS. Is, is there a real overlap? And again, the way that Huff pounced on Mark was a bit odd, a bit abnormal. Wouldn't Kevin McKernan know as well? Well, I mean, Kevin is more um, gene sequencing from. Uh, well, yeah, maybe maybe he would. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So, someone someone needs to do that. It's it's not uh, not me. Not me. 
Some someone who's had twenty years of practice looking for samples in I don't know difficult to acquire um, data sets. Uh, if Huff were genuine about blowing a whistle and not damage control, he wouldn't have jumped on Mark and blocked him. That was adolescent on Huff's part. That's a move of someone not interested in real discussion. Mm. And again, my, <coughs> my, my concern in all this is um, what we're dealing with, I think, is the corporate sphere. And the, the government has a corporate sphere as well. And it may be going through the emo uh, the motions of, again, damage control. It, it's doing controlled information release so that uh, the, the ones at the top can get away. Now, what they didn't factor into their equations was um, dealing with someone like Mark. And oh, where's it gone? Yeah, I've already lost it. And the fact that there may be samples laying around with direct correlation direct correlation to this event two and a half years later uh, we have flu propaganda is fused with Americanism now maybe all right so we're getting into the uh nuclear co-localization i feel my voice going folks so maybe i'll just sort of look at the figures um so here you can see the mrna in the nucleus um s protein yes um what a strange odd basic looking grass it gets the uh, message across and here we see these uh i don't know that they're, they're transformed i guess to give sort of 3d co-localization and again you want to be looking co-localization spot here um i mean i'm i'm not familiar with this software i don't know what the flaws strengths and weaknesses are but um you know i'm beyond beyond um normal caution about just you know non specificity of antibodies um i i'll i'll make the presumption that they are specific and that they are finding evidence of translocation now the question is what happens to these cells with that odd genetic material in there? Uh, Hustonic says, it's the Inovio DNA product that you need to test for. Remember, that company is heavily connected to the South Korea. Um, well, yeah. Again, um, this this needs testing, not by me. So, some someone who does forensic PCR examination and can look at multiple different uh, variables. And the good thing is, there are there are visible, 
visible liquid samples. But the, the thing you've got to be able to crack this thing, get the sample out. But it's there. The whole thing, the whole assembly is there. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, right, so um, I did have, uh, I, I don't think, maybe Yuan will come on tomorrow. Um, just uh, Jack Burton. We've got a new meme artist, <laughs> Jack Burton. Uh, what? Fucks in the jar. <laughs> oh, you guys can't see that, right? Sorry. Um, look, um, again, that this it's co-localized in the nucleus. That's what this data says. I'm not a fay enough with uh, all these all these techniques, especially these more modern ones where they're pulling out these three D structures. Um, it's amazing that they're doing that. And they can, I guess, quantify and get a uh, measure of, of yeah, is, is the RNA and the protein co-localized? Which means that it's replicating in the nucleus. Which means that those toxic epitopes are bouncing around like some horrible demon pinball. this from Simon your personal real-time PCR machine <laughs> nice eight grand well um, there we go, folks. Um, as well as 10 animals, we need our own personal PCR machine. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I say, lab stuff just uh, just keeps going and going. Uh, but uh, good find, uh, Tax Evading Bleak, Simon Phoenix. Nucleus becomes a cluster bomb. Uh, that South Korean cult keeps popping up, and that International Universal Peace Federation, Trump spoke to them, etc. It's a globalist Asian one world initiative. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, cool that this is coming down to the, uh, how should we say, open source uh, environment. And, you know. It's not hugely, hugely outside the realm of uh, fundraising. <laughs> there we have. We've got that. And I don't know. Personally, myself, I, I don't think I want the responsibility. It's such a critical. It could be such a critical piece of information that I want a pro looking at it. But the thing is, then it's out. It's out of your hands. And so you don't know what's happening. Tough decisions to make. Um, can you believe we're not having major investigations? Yeah, it's unsurprising to me. 
Open PCR. Yeah, look, uh, as as far as um, you know, something like this, great. Um, I'm I'm happy to uh, have a go, but um, this five hundred bucks. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to have a go, but this piece of evidence needs better than a five hundred dollar do-it-yourself uh, PCR machine. I'm sorry, it needs a lot more, and including um, nuclear magnetic resonance imaging, um, mass spectrometry, uh, all sorts. A lot, a, a lot needs doing here. Uh, no, I don't believe Rosanna has tested it. And look, this this sample, this sample is synchronized or associated with someone who me me I got ill, I got ill a few days to weeks after puffing on one of these, after being in South Korea in one of the biggest hotspots in the world, early hotspots. And why not? Why not do the tests? Why not? It's there. And you may as well do it and say, well, we, we were able, we were lucky enough to be able to get those tests, uh, to get that bit of data. And yeah, I mean, look, I've, I would love um, to be able to play with something like this. I really would. I wonder how you get all your reagents and your primers. Um, three year service plan, 7,000. Uh, I'll look at that later. Um, uh, reagents are available, as is all the software, 100% open source. Need to speak to Meow, Ludwig, Disco, Gamma, Meow, Meow. Yes, his real name. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know what to tell you guys, but, uh, you know, there it is. Just... Just happens to be here. Got the whole whole assembly. Where's that little magnetic? There it is. Is that it? No. Yeah. I could charge it up and puff on it again. <laughs> there it is. Right, I can feel my voice going. It's 3.30 uh, in the morning. We've, we've looked at the paper, which would appear to show that there is co-localization in the nucleus following viral exposure. Democratizing science. Yeah, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it.
salute to you, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the plug. I'm done. Yeah, if you want to um, send a dono, support the research, and you know, right now this this bar is just um, trying to support personnel and uh, electricity costs. The electricity is fucking seven hundred bucks at the moment. More, more. Um, it's ridiculously expensive. Um, but I'm doing my best. And uh, I will keep everything open. And like I say, I'll discuss offline what to do with this and how we can um, leverage this. It would be a, it would be a shame. It would be a shame not to do it. All right, folks, I'm out of here. I'm feeling exhausted. I will see you uh, in the next one. Take care. God bless. Uh, if there's UFC, I might stream that later. Um, take care. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that all line, I would be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these gaffers. I will fucking kill each fucking gaffer. I swear. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually say. Fuck these gaffers. No fucking vaccine or MRA or amateur or fucking war plan. Never. No. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. All that fight. Like this guy. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs>